okay, but I need um, a chocolate. I used to love lion. No, no, lion bars are banging. I used to love lion. Yeah. I used to love them. Why do you call them lion? Why are you half in them? Is, what, they call lion bar? You're lion bar. They're not called lions. Lie to you. you know, on the packet. Packet, thank you. It just says saying. lion. You don't see the bar. Do they bar on the little bottom? Apparently, I don't know. But they're called lion bars. I've always called them lion bars, regardless. That, that was your era. It's gone now. It's done now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, them times when Yorkies, Yorkies made those uh, uh, very uh, misogynist adverts. Oh, yeah. They yeah, sort yeah, of. Oh, no, they, no, they don't anymore, do they? They definitely don't. No, definitely they can't. No, no more. They don't even make adverts no more. Yeah, for real. Like, no, no, you're not feeling yourself until you had a Yorkie. Is that that? That's Yorkie now, isn't it? Or is that Snickers? Is that what it says? What? Yeah, yeah. That's you're not feeling yourself. Oh, it's yeah, Snickers. Yeah, Snickers, yeah. Snickers used to be called a marathon, by the way. Really? Yes. Damn. Back in my day. How long ago was that? Just ten. Marathon's just five true. years ago. Don't try it. <laughs> five years. <laughs> I remember my football team was sponsored by Snickers. My mm-hmm. secondary school team. So, okay, so, so you don't remember so, when fruit, um marathon? No, that's what I'm saying. No, when um Starbursts were called. Opal fruits. Opal fruits. I remember okay, thank that. You. In some places, they still were. Well, if you went to Lidl. Uh, yeah. Are they? So, no, not now, but back when Starburst was Starburst, you could get opal fruits in Lidl. Yeah. I see. What are you looking at me like that for? No, I thought you were going to add more. I no, I had, thought, I was trying to think, think but then no, there wasn't. Back I don't when think... penny sweets were actually pennies. Yeah, well, the actual <laughs> pennies and not more than a penny. You, mm-hmm. before we introduce ourselves, you don't eat sour sweets. It's not that I don't eat sour sweets. It's just that. I don't know the names of all of them. Like what? you guys went into a proper conversation about it. I didn't cola bottles, the simple oh, cola bottles. bottles. But Are they not... sour? Cherries. Wait, wait, wait. Cola cherry, bottles. Cherry cola bottles, not the little fat ones in Haribo. They're not the original cola bottles. The original cola bottles are skinny yeah. and really taste like what? fizzy, cola. sour, The ones madness. you get from like tuck shop. Them ones, yeah. The ones that them are, ones. Um, so like you have to... Keeping your mouth for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Them ones. Cause they, so, yeah, they get left the, eye is twitching. Yeah, you get them. <laughs> and the blue and pink ones, I call them washing machines. The blue and pink, oh, the blue, big sour ones. Yeah, yeah. the uh, jelly. Is that what they're called? No, no, they're not. But I call oh. them washing machines because they make me think of washing powder. Moving on. <laughs> I'm a queer jam like fee. <laughs> what, 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 what? You know, school with razors back in school. I had the blue one and that red. Supposedly. Oh, did the Raise ink? It just p- yeah, it just took your just whole took paper. Your <laughs> <laughs> Do you not remember those? Don't try it. You're not four. Don't try it. <laughs> you say I'm not four. What? Four. You're not four years old. What? You, say which ones? You know those erasers. The ones like it's red on one end and oh, blue. Yeah, exactly. They weren't. And they're supposed to be like you. If the blue end is supposed to be a bit, was a bit rough, and yeah, it's supposed yeah, yeah. to rub out ink, but it just tore your whole paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about sweets. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sorry. I'm like, no, because we did we did say away from erasers. Sweets. I get. It, I get. It, I get it. I don't mind wash- me, don't mind me. Washing machines. Anyway, let's go, let's go. Hi, my name is Akria Jamfi, and I'm the founder of the British Blacklist. I am also a mother, a philanthropist, an activist, a carpenter. Um, Why are you yeah, no, feeling no, my Because I feel like, like thank you, thank you, guest, thank you. I'm also a producer, an editor. Plagiarism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm a plagiarizer, I'll say it in my chest. Yeah. Anything that Leon does, I've done it before. <laughs> and I claim it. And also, I am a hairdresser and a world visionary and um, pretty much close to being the UK's next prime minister. And I'm here with... <laughs> Leon. Just Leon. Just Leon. Uh, I am Leon Main. I'm a writer and producer. Also a philanthropist. <laughs> also a carpenter. An accountant. A computer engineer. Scientist. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> 
What did you do- wait, wait, wait. What did you doctor, please? When you doctor your CV? I have a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> I have a PhD in um chemistry. I also co-run a production company called uh, Brothers in Our Game or slash BWG Limited, and I co-created the Circle with me, also co-creator. Yeah. co-executive producer however i have oh a little bit God. more of the co than you do yeah fine <laughs> fine that too tell us about the circle what's the circle about? the circle is a wonderful thing that we created that is just to showcase and celebrate the talents of um british black and asian well actually anybody black and asian who's in the arts um from behind the scenes in front of the scenes and just we want to talk about them celebrate them and give them great spotlight absolutely and does it absolutely. and we are actually joined today mm-hmm. by a wonderful person um, please introduce yourself, who you are, and what you do. Uh, my name is Zachary Momo, and I'm an actor. Please expand, because I'm sure you've got more shit going on than uh, that. Yeah, I'm a human being. <laughs> 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 and all that comes with it, I suppose. And, look, have you ever built something from Ikea? Yes, I'm a flat packer. Bro. But you're also a carpenter. That's what, that's what Leon's accolade really? is. Yeah, yeah. So the bar for carpentry now is flat packing. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, she said it was Ikea. I've just gone along with it. There's, there's more to it. What else have you done, Leon? Don't try it. What else have you built? Loads of stuff, man. I built shelves. <laughs> <laughs> flat packing. <laughs> yeah, very much. You know? Carpentry. Have you been into the woods, chopped down a tree, shaped the tree's trunk and branches into things and fashioned them into things? Treated that- it. Polished, like, waxed. They, see, see, my brother out there is bringing the facts. I've done Add every- some resin. And, aye. Yeah. I've done everything after the cutting down the tree parts. What's the point? <laughs> anyway, work, so- work smart, not yeah, hard, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Have you ever cut a tree down? No, but I have been interested in you know doing one of those tomahawk throwing things oh, they do in yeah, yeah. Shoreditch nowadays. Are they doing Shoreditch? I've seen one. Yeah, I saw pre-lockdown. I walked past someone. Throwing a tomahawk. Just throwing tomahawk. Yeah. To be fair, that's so short itch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> With a rolled up belly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Zach, what was it that made you get in, want to get into this industry, please? Um, I suppose from young, I'd always performed, in a sense. Kind of just talent shows or just... Okay. I'd also been a like, big fan of TV and movies and, you know, it's one of those things where that, that was labelled very young, like, oh, you can't put them away from the TV. Uh, I'd sit there and I'd just, you know, stare. And I'd always just wanted, oh, mm. I want to do that. And before I knew it was actual career, I think I grew up thinking, oh, yeah, these are just all friends that decided to that put something on. Yeah, <laughs> that lived in the TV. They're all friends. Yeah, I decided to, you know, hire each other. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so let's make it happen. Like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. And, yeah. Were you, because um, I was spoiled. I was very spoiled as a child. I had Sky as and, you ca- can and Cable Image, please. Mm. I had Sky and Cable in my room from a really young age. Wow, yeah, I'm, Sky wasn't around when I was a kid. Was, remember Cable? Yeah, that's what with I mean. The I cable, cable, with the, yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah. The, Channel, you know. Channel 29 was Nickelodeon, I remember. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I <laughs> had the same is, thing. Like, Cartoon Network is 21. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cartoon Network 21. Yeah, I remember yeah, that too, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Dex's yeah. lab. That's his lab. Dragon Boozy used to yep. come on at five o'clock. It's all coming back. Yeah, but these are, you were boys. So you were watching those things. I was watching other girly things. Like, like what? Um, Blues Clues. 
Wow. wow. I'm so like, you said girly thing. Like that was not, you know that was the most just, universal and unisex exactly. show. I just put something up my ass because you're not getting on my nerves with your young people <laughs> talking. That, that, and I was that thinking, was sexy. And I was thinking, you know, I don't give a damn. Was I, I was thinking about what my daughter yeah. watched at the time because she watched all of the things that you were saying. You, Dexter's Lab and all that type of stuff. And I'd be like, okay. Because my... You couldn't, you couldn't even say Powerpuff Girls. I forgot. But Powerpuff Girls were like my time as well. Kind of. Not my yeah, time. To, not yeah, not yeah. kiddie time, but... I, so I didn't think about that time. I didn't know they were... Okay, whatever. <laughs> Go on, continue in your memory lane of TV shows. So you're watching loads of TV shows. Yeah, TV, movies, yeah. You, you know, know what? My mum... Yeah. Huh? I go to chat with my mum. My mum, from young, I don't know what... Maybe she saw... You know, parents, whether yeah. they see it. You know, but my mum kind of... She was... She's a big fan of movies. Loves movies. And she always used to take us to the cinema. Ah. Stuff like that. And I think actually when... I got to a certain age, he started taking me. I can remember when Karate Kid came out. She mm. took me and my junior brother to karate lessons. And he was like, ah, you know, maybe this is your way into the movie. Oh, wow. You know, so mum was on it. Mum was on it. I mean, just even when, like, Goal came out. Remember Goal? Yeah, that yeah, football yeah. Movie? yeah. Signed us up into football, football, um, football team. Yeah, she's oh, like, wow. yeah, maybe. So she was, I think she had slowly just. Because I was going to say, what, like, did your background have much of an influence on. Yeah, but yeah, obviously. yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, you know, movies were always on. You know, it's like I don't know. Some people grow up listening to radio. <laughs> Our family grew up watching movies. Watching movies. Watching lots of movies. Nigerian movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lots. <of> Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just staple. You got to watch. Uh, yeah. You got to have that. In the yeah. Did you? Do you even? Did you even? Do you even know what Nollywood I, is? Please, of course. I was scarred oh. by some of the stuff that I saw. Oh, the pers- they, they, didn't, they didn't really mm. like have any like parental blocks. No, there was no filter. No. It's just like whatever they're watching, you're watching. So mm-hmm. yeah, there was a lot of scary stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> like every single one felt like a horror. I didn't watch any um romantic, romantic ones, romantic yeah. ones mm. or, or or family ones. It was just like snake snakes go into places they're not supposed to go to. It was, it was mad. It was mad. It was and then turn into humans. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think there was only two back then. There was only two genres. There was either comedy or horror. Yeah, <laughs> it's time yeah. for all. Yeah, like a Sophia in London, if anyone remembers. Yes, that. yes, 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 yes. yes. That's hilarious. I mean, I think my daughter when she used to stay at her grand's, one of her grand's um, on her dad's side. I used to be like, yeah, please, let's just turn the television off and like, no, because these kids are driving me crazy. I'm gonna watch what I want to watch. Mm. And so the kids from an early age was watching. Horrendous storylines. Crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. When you were young, did you differentiate between Hollywood and Nollywood and knowing where you wanted to be? If you had aspirations of being an actor, were you like, I want to be in a software in London? Or was it like, I want to be in Karate Kid? Or did you just, I just want to act? Um, I think, and then it wasn't even as focused as that. Okay. It definitely wasn't. It was just, oh, that's not there. I want to play football. Yeah, okay. Dance. Yeah, like... Yeah, it just definitely wasn't focused. Okay, fair like enough. That. It was everything and nothing. So what was the moment where you were like, this is what I want to do? Or this is a clearer career path for me? Mm, I think I was doing uni. I was doing marketing oh, wow. in uni. And I think before that, I started doing like extra work in commercials and stuff like that. Mm. The experience of university, and I wasn't on campus or anything, so it was straight travel home, come do book travel home, come do book, do mm. audition. So the experience of university and how tedious that felt for me because I've been in academia, academia for, for what I felt an eternity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, to, you know, actually having something, a passion and saying, you know, I want to thrive and, yeah. you know, reach and chase that excellence. Mm. That experience made me go, okay, 
this is me. Whatever comes off my degree, this and that, I'm not even going to. So where did marketing come from? But it was one of those things. It was like either that or physiotherapy. Uh, yeah, oh, sports or something. That, yeah, physiotherapy. Okay, okay, okay. I, I went through clearing. So, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? so <laughs> like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's keep it 100. It was like, you know. You know, and obviously you have your parents' influence as well. You have the parent influence. Ah, physiotherapy. How much money can you make from physiotherapy? Come on, what's that? You know, (laughs) marketing. You can, you know, you can do all this. You can do that. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, all right. But ultimately, you know, the blessing of it was, you know, I had the opportunity to actually find my passion. Sure. Find what I actually do. Same with your journey. Mm I did business management and computing. Look at this lie. Mm-hmm. I did. I'm saying look at this <laughs> oh, lie. Yeah, career yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing though, like to, to please parents. I mean, I did enjoy it, but yeah, mm. it was always going to be something creative. Like I was I always had something on the side. So if I was writing, like I had a wall of poetry in my room. Oh, I just God, write. Cool. I know. That's like, even, that's, huh? no, no, no. It's that, a love Jones. You know, like it was in his door with the door open. Close the door. I am so confused. Hidden your pennies. <laughs> <laughs> the poetry I wrote, yeah, there was no sound effects with it. Like, I, it was a performative one. It was just like stuff that I saw. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. What was your? Did you? Did you? What was the? Do you have like a play or something that you wrote when you were younger that you like? You really thought, yeah, this is it, and I'm gonna react it for your family or something like um, that. Nah, it wasn't even like plays. No, I, I. It was. <laughs> Now nah, it was around the time of Runtime Lord of the Mics, okay. Eight Mile. And oh, you're that guy. So yeah, it was lyrics. I had my notepad, beanie, <laughs> headphones, you know, and it was it was bars, you know, and it was. Can you spit some, please? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Up, nah. Yeah, no, uh, but ultimately it was influenced from movie it was influenced sure, yeah. it just that what that effect how that resonated on me that is instantly like oh i want to rap yeah, yeah do you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to have that whole storyline where i'm looking out the bus <laughs> yeah did you want to be a rapper too no okay no i did not i did for a little bit yeah what was your I name was, i didn't have a name well how can you not have a name no no no, no i didn't like have a name that's 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 first, that's no do you know yeah. what okay fine okay people always gave me nicknames i had a nickname called i, had, I was called zoom zoom because I used to buzz around because I was little and feisty. So it's like, could work. Yeah, so I don't know, MC Zimzum, whatever. And then Sweetie has been my nickname for the longest. Because um, basically when I walked into college, Hammersmith West London College, the guys heard me talk and my voice is kind of vocally deep and stuff like that. He's like, rah, you sound like Sweetie Irie. And so that was my nickname, Sweetie Irie, because he has like a reggae artist that had a really deep, chatty voice. Okay. So yeah, they before nick- my time. I don't want to go into it. I can't. I can't even. <laughs> I just fucking hate all of you. Sweetie Irie. Yeah. I, no, say that. No, it. say that on the mic clearly with your chest. Who's Sweetie Irie? And watch no, the industry I, come I'm for you. The and all the fans come. The whole of Jamaica come for you. Come for him. Wow. Anyway, back to Zachary. <laughs> so what was the first project that made you feel like, yeah, I'm alive. I'm an actor. This is it. Um, I'm doing it. Ooh, Othello. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's straight in there. Yeah, Othello. Um... Which production was that? Um, the first one. So the one I, the one that led me to get the one in the national. Um, okay. The, I did one tiny fringe in Peckham. Oh, wow. In the Bussy building. It was like 70, wow. 70 seater, if you can call it a seater. It was 
warehouse Chairs. type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chairs, you know, yeah. yeah Vasily, there's two columns right in the middle, yeah, so yeah, you had yeah, to yeah. use it as the stage. And I was, was it good? I was rehearsing for th- two months, you know, performing for a month, you know, getting paid like hundred pound each month. Wow. Yeah, um, sleeping on my cousin's couch. Oh wow, that one. She lived in Penge, so sleeping on her couch, so I can, you know, and I was cycling. You know, back and forth because I really couldn't afford transport, this and that. So you have got eight mile in your pocket there. Free, <laughs> yeah, 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 it happened. Yeah, happened. <laughs> you know, yeah, and ultimately, you know, getting into the bar and actually just going through the text. And this was the first ever Shakespeare had always scared me. Yeah, of course. Never thought this was it. And I, you know, pretext to that was, you know, loads of auditions for Spear Chucker to the left, oh, you know, gang member to the right, sure. gang member number two. Mm-hmm. So, when had the opportunity to do that, I was like, "For how much? Cool, I'm, I'm in. I don't care." I was, no. And that's that. Yeah, that made me feel like I think the experience in itself um, really stretched what I thought I was capable of, and really sh- stretched me as a person as well. In terms of, okay, this is this was my taste. This was my refined taste. Now it's even more refined because. I found a new level of my craft that I know that I want to reach from night to night to night. Yeah. And do you feel like you have to go through the stage to do that or that the stage benefited you from doing that before going into screen and um, film and TV? Oh, 100. What was, 100. What was it? 100. Um, I suppose more command of myself, um, who, I, who I was and my ability. When I say command, I mean, in essence, like a sculpture you know a sculptor you know mm. a sculptor knows that they can well a good one knows that they can make a specific shape with a hammer and chisel and it's going to come out if they think that shape and they know how to move their hand and make everything the way it is mm-hmm. for it to come out that way and doing that experience and learning more and and going through it i had more command of okay i want to portray this or i want to have this or i want to react off this like this i have this feeling i'm living i'm present and be able to do it without second guessing or without you know being in my inner mind like oh zach that was shit no Mm. no, back on you know you know and actually be present it made me go into everything else like oh this is nothing especially Mm -hmm. doing shakespeare where the language is so dense and it's so like it's a three and a half hour play yeah it's three it's the longest yeah i think it's the second longest shakespeare play yeah um Going in and reading a script that's for a TV show or a film, it just felt like child's play at the end of the day. (laughs) Whereas if I had that same script with him prior to the stage, I would have been like, yeah, um, you know, it it just, it's the gym. It's the gym. That's what I call it. It's the gym. It it, it actually prepares you for anything. It has its own, um, I wouldn't say negatives, but it has its own challenges when you want to transfer over to yeah. TV and film, I found, but it prepares you to face that challenge head on. I.e., you know, either going because I had to perform like when I moved on from doing it in Peckham to doing it in the National Theatre. Yeah, for sure. I had to perform from seventy to a thousand plus. Yeah, you know, and then you know I had to go bigger, and then going from doing that for six months to now try and do something screen and I end up, you know, being too big. We. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the journey is just like, and and not figuring out. You know, it took a took a minute to try and figure out how to, but that challenge was you know was fully 
you know, taken on. Challenge accepted. I like what you said about um, the sculpturer envisioning his NPs. Yeah, mm. when you're building IKEA things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Is that> what <laughs> happens? It's the same <laughs> thing. I mean, obviously, there's um, instructions, so that um, kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> you kind of answered my question for me, to be fair, Zachary, because I was going to say, is like theatre your was that your kind of like education into screen or did you go to drama school? Yeah, I, w- I went to identity drama school. You? Okay. Yeah. Up, up. So I was there twice a week, every week for uh, about a year and a half and then went off to work a bit and then came back, you know, and well, was there for another year, mm-hmm. went to work off and then I think came back and was there for like half a term and then just, didn't have time to do good the lessons and it's one of those ones where you can't just dip in and dip out you sure, have yeah, complete yeah. your terms this mm-hmm. one of those ones where it's so good it's so visceral it's in there you know it really stretches you you know you have to be committed to to de- to delve into it and that's that was in fact what i jumped into i think after my first project okay yeah that, which was like before the way before teller do you in the progression of your career the evolution of it did you have to find yourself having to do black projects to get seen because you were talking about being spear chucker on the left and criminal on the right but to hone your craft was it working with black projects and going forward now as your career evolves do you does race play a factor in the roles that you take like in regards to the racial themes and even the weight of responsibility in portraying stories or being involved in films and projects and mm. tv shows that are black mm. As decent, it were. decent question. Um, I give good questions. Very good question. I mean, start. I think starting off, essentially, and I, I, it's, it's better now. But essentially, you had no choice but to um, be a part of something primarily because of your race, because I was black. Mm. You know, black best best friend of the white. Yeah. You know, lead. You know, he's black. You know, black or Asian. Mm. You know, um, you know, gang member. You know, from urban. You yeah. know, black, you know, which is something I could never, could never really find myself into. I was very frustrated sure. back there. I used to, I used to tell, call up Femi, Femi, Femi's ages. I was like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I'm not really that guy, you know. I used yeah. to, you know, I'm not from the ends. Yeah. yeah. I'm from the ends, but I'm not from, from the, the ends. ends. Yeah. So, you know, to inhabit that, I've, it just feels, Wrong. I can't really get it. I can try and pretend, but there's so many out there that know how to, to bring that to screen and bring that to life. So I was a very frustrated cat. Sure. But essentially, that was again because of my race. Mm. Um, but moving on from that, Othello again, my race. Um, the wonderful thing was that as time moved on, those roles became more familiar, okay. not stereotypical. So those roles, like you know, a black soldier, a soldier, but he happens to be black. Uh, roles mm-hmm. that have more depth mm-hmm. is that because our stories were getting told more in a wider um, perspective, as opposed to narrow-minded view of what we are. You know, yeah. When I, when you know, when after you do like a couple of stuff here in the UK, if you want to make it globally, you go to the states, yeah, yeah. you know, and do stuff like that, and you know, get a management team. And a lot of times when I went out for meetings you know, with um, managers and agents, you know, a lot of things they'll ask me is, so what kind of things do you want to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most, more times than not, my answers were like, I want to do roles that depict society, not just society in a whole, but my society. Yeah. Or the nuances or the flaws or the conflicts, you know, um, the, the smallest details, the minutiae, uh, as well as the grand, I want to do it well. Mm-hmm. And I want to, you know, I see, and I know there's stuff out there. This was a time when we're seeing stuff like Atlanta drop. 
and Sakura dropped and seeing you know, this was way before Get Out, but there's a lot of stuff dropping. You know, Django was out there dropping. Some people didn't like it, but um, at the end of the day, what we do in our lives is we we portray human beings mm. and we live. And I can only portray someone like myself. Mm. I'm not talking about directors or like myself, but of a particular hue. Yeah, and we are so different in so many different ways different continents different countries different personalities different lifestyles different upbringings um the the great thing now is that there's more stories to actually allow me to do that yeah when you decided america was kind of like your next step um and were were you given a nudge i mean naturally um, a lot of people will say there's not enough roles over here which is true which uh was true so gonna go to america when was that like i mean was that a thing for you when did you decide that you want to America. um i suppose the, the goal had kind of always been to do time because it's it's i grew up on american movies and yeah, american sure. television yeah yeah do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so there's there was a standard you know there was there was a bar set there was mm. there was a vision set before me no matter what was going to happen i was always going to end up there whether i want to do or not mm. um i think it was 2016 i think after doing othello i was like I don't want to do any stage. This right. is bread and butter. And then after going through that probation period of trying to figure out how to now, okay, I need to actually figure out how to become an actor for the screen mm. and f- have that skill. Yeah. And then struggling, I ended up going back on stage. Why? Why is it a struggle to transition? Is it because the UK is so rigid, or is it because you really do? As you said, stage is big, and then screen is smaller actions you, and stuff. Is it I, training? I, it's training. It's, okay. it's, it's training. It's having the tools. Mm. you know to to be able to because it's easy to say yeah stage is big and screen is small but to be able to like again sculpture to be able to mm-hmm. get that end product in <laughs> <laughs> to be able to do that is going to require the right tools but it's also going to require know-how and experience yeah. and um and that's obviously is a catchphrase too but I, I i've always thought this that the difference between uh good actors or good performers and great performers is experience that mm. that's always different you know people can have as much talent as they want but if they haven't got the experience to fail and make mistakes and figure it out and okay come back and try it again and then sort of consolidate and solidify you know there's always going to be that you know that ceiling mm. of your ability um and it got to a point where television and movies for uh, a black person um was very few and far between the opportunities um, over here over here mm-hmm. and also it goes to a point whereby if the the height of your career is stage yeah um then you're not going to have much opportunity to do something in america mm. so i had an opportunity to do a great play it was an american play um to kill a mockingbird um did at the region park theater and then we went to tour that around the uk um, and it was America by a proxy, <laughs> you know, it was, it helped me to work on my accent, you know, oh, there was a yeah. Southern play, you know, and playing the main and antagonist, Tom, um, and that in itself was training sure. again. But after that, which was 2016, 2017, I was like, all right, now, no, for sure. Yeah. No, now it's no more, no more, no more, <laughs> no more, no more. I thought, I thought, called the agency and just like, okay, um, this is it this yeah. is it not even first flight it was like i'm still i wasn't even still i still didn't i didn't even have that i had the vision but i didn't have the belief okay myself and it was kind of rooted in reality it was like 
yeah, I could go out to LA now um, and try and, you know, hustle it and work out. But, you know, I'm just going to be doing more of what I'm doing here. Yeah, for sure. Which is, you know, not really have the screen work to to speak for me. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up in the industry and the career, unless you're coming straight out of the gate with leading role, second yeah. leading role, you know, on a screen or this and that, you have to do a lot of talking for yourself. Just mm. Because no one's going to back you like you back yourself. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, I had... Uh, the wonder Femi Ogans who believed in me from jump and started to back me. So as soon as um, I finished the killer mocking bird and I told him no more stage, he said, he's going to be quiet. You should say, yeah, let's do it. You know, I've saved up enough coin, mm-hmm. you know, and it got to a point whereby I started, like I said, command of my ability, mm-hmm. you know, walking into auditions and just coming away and booking and started doing stuff here. And as I was doing stuff here, Femi was like, okay, nah. let's go. Yeah. Let's go. It's now time. you're ready. Let's go. You know, and as now it's time you can go there and, you know, you ain't got to go there with a handout. You know, mm, you got to yeah. go there, sit back and they're going to be selling themselves to you. Oh. Right. What was the first thing that they sold themselves to you on that you were like, yeah, okay, I'll take that. Thanks. Um, no, the first thing was first just getting represent representation out there. Okay. okay. I just finished doing No Offense. I flew out there and I said, I'm going to book representation. And I'm not going to leave until I book a job. Okay. Nice. It's going to be a great job. Huh? Who repped you? Um, at the time, it was uh, Authentic uh, Management and APA. Um, I'm currently now with UTA. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And they're a fantastic team. They're great. Um, the wondrous thing is that went there and every single manager, and I, I do see why a lot of the American fellows and women have a thing against some black British but I walked in there feeling welcomed right and I was just very aware that this is partly small partly of my ability small part because you know the teams they send out tapes they send out some of my stuff you know they see that but another part was that okay I'm possibly a new import and yeah. you know they have an opportunity to discover yeah so there's a certain sense of you know there's almost like there's enough interest from these people to actually go out and help you make something mm. you know help you you know push you in front of um you know directors and say this is your guy as in casting directors not saying saying you know ah forget this white person is it this could this is your guy is based guy. on his ability and and this and that there's rife of opportunities so that really for me helped me see that okay wow it's, it's real. I've got, I've got, I sat there just like Whoa. booked representation within the first two weeks and then a week after that um I booked seven seconds nice. um so easy yeah <laughs> just fairy tale yeah, it, 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 it seems like it. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah. But ain't no one going to talk about the times I slept on the couch. <laughs> That's the F, cycling, say that for the movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> cycling, cycling three miles back and forth up yeah. all the hills in South London. Yeah. Sydenham Hill Forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> up and down. Yeah. But no, um, yeah. And seven seconds was like, okay, the character, the auspices involved what the story was and it was something that allowed me to to really understand the strength of being black and being uh, an actor as well i used to feel like this 
black actor was a stigma had a limitation it had a limitation i feel like because this country made me feel like you know and that's why when they say oh black actor, don't call me a black actor you know i'm I'm an actor you wouldn't call it white 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 guy i'm I'm an actor you know but that was only because in my limited mind i had been limited over here Mm -hmm. you know they made me feel like you know to be a black actor you're you're this is what you can be mm-hmm. this is this is your little pocket of genre your little pocket of storyline and that's as far as it's gonna go yeah. and over there allowing it to see even I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even just talking about seven i'm talking about the scripts that i i was didn't even get there's yeah. scripts that i read that's like what is this you know imagine <laughs> what is this you know and that's because the scripts were put in front of me and it's not even like we don't have the scripts over here we have the scripts over here but they're not getting put in front of yeah. actors. They're not getting put in front of directors and producers. Yeah, you know, we're having to produce our own stuff, you know, which we're doing. How was that experience on Seven Seconds? Man, <laughs> so much. That that experience wasn't just an experience of um, creativity. I think it was a life experience for me. Wow. Um, the f- being out there for six, seven months in New York living like a local out there mm. experience having to adjust my whole being what was that because i feel like when we us london we go to new york whenever i go to new york i'm like i could live here yeah it feels like london, it feels like london yeah, with, I, a, with an extra bit of sauce with more electricity i think yeah. it, it, i think it was just <laughs> yeah. it literally was yeah it's it's just got that extra that little something yeah. i don't know i think it's so tightly condensed you feel the buzz more mm-hmm. you feel it it's electric mm. Yeah, and I, I called it my second home. That's where a lot more Londoners than. I mean, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, like do you know what I mean? Anywhere else in America, and you know, there's a bit of the oh, you're British. Do you know what I mean? In New York, no one cares. Yeah, I guess, do you know what I mean? <laughs> my next door neighbor's British too. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, it was experience living out there, um, mm. and rocking it with, um, Regina. Um, mm. me and Regina got really close out there. Uh, stop! Stop! Calm down. Rocking it with Regina. First name in that. Imagine. King. Reg, Ms. King. Yeah, the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> when she wins, we all win. Fact. Yeah, Jerry. Um, and I think the, the whole thing opened my eyes to what a production can be because just the mm. level it was right. as well. It was the biggest um, level of productions, you know, the, the things they would do. Um, at that time, it was the biggest. And, you know, I was like, okay. What made wow. it so big? What kind of things were they doing? Um, just building sets in in a day you know and just the amount of people involved um and just locations all the locations we were filming in for me i came from touring Mm. you know where they'd give me a subsistence of like 200 quid a week you know you go find your own digs Mm. find your this and that and to to putting you up you know paying you relocation fees and this and that like america pays you know i never came in this thing for the money but i sure as hell was wild by it do you know what i mean no you know i was like okay what for what (laughs) side note what we do is hard Mm. but let's keep it real we get we you know we get compensated (laughs) for that you know what i mean we get compensated and it's and and obviously it's all relative but if you compare it to what we get here in the uk scratching my head because some people are complaining about what they're getting in the US and I'm like yo come to London you know but yeah you touched on this because I think even when I spoke to you before I asked you about the the magnitude of the discontent 
from the African Americans or the Black Americans versus at the moment it seems like any other Amer any other Black but British people, especially coming in, British Black people, I should say, coming in and taking all those jobs and stuff like that. Mm. Um, even so, you and Claire Hope Ashete were on Seven Seconds. Mm. I mean, with all the crew, with Damson and Daniel and John. I mean, I, sometimes I assume that all of you have like a London party you know, once a month when you're out there together <laughs> and just do hello, have a cup of tea, haven't <laughs> seen you for ages, catch ups. But is it like that? Is the tension real or is it been hyped on the back of Uncle Samuel L. Jackson kickstarting that comment about Daniel? And then, you know, even we'll get onto Harriet, but like all that type of stuff. Um, well, I think that nowadays we have the, the big, you know, megaphone of social media. So, yeah. so every, anything can feel bigger than it actually is. Mm -hmm. Um, but in, in my experience, I've always had, well, to my face, nothing but love from my American co-stars. I've never felt any kind of animosity. Sure. To, to, to your I, face. You know, what happens, what people say behind closed doors or, or another thing. Um, no, I, I, I do know it's, it's, as, it's as tangible and real as it feels okay do you know what i mean yeah you know it, it, it's a very real thing for a lot of um african-american actors i think less so the african-american actors and more so the african-american consumers right interesting you know um i think um african-american actors they i think actors actors they kind of i mean they, they might be one bitter guy around the corner saying yeah but more so i think the consumers that probably don't understand fully what goes into you know preparing for a role or doing you know i think feel just a lack of representation on their part not to cause beef yeah but do you think that because this has come up and i'm just asking do you think that we are better trained Gee. in the <laughs> this is where you put a Nollywood electric sign. <laughs> the keyboards. Yes. But do you think, and I, I think, and I don't mean this at all disrespectfully, but do you think our level of training is different over here? And because, you know, African Americans have been done hard by in, in America, mm -hmm. they're not given the fair access. The same way as us over here, but I think maybe there's easier access for us over here. It seems to me there's a, a, lot, thing, a lot more things are charged for and have fees attached to them in America, I, I feel. So, I don't know, the barriers to getting to be an actor, are they harder, do you feel? Um, no. no. Okay, fine. I, I, mean, the barrier, <laughs> I mean, think about it. I went to identity drama school. The basis of identity drama school was started by Femi because black and Asian sure. people couldn't get into drama schools. You know, they'll pick one kid out of a class of 30 mm. to be the token black guy and then the rest. And then even then, he still got paid. So this ain't no... Um, Grant, uh, maintenance grant oh, yeah, or student loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that for drama school. You know, well, from I don't know now, but from my knowledge back then, and also growing up, you know, it wasn't. I think family-wise, I think growing up, I, I know I said my mum, she never really saw it as something that I'll go on and do in uni. I'll yeah, go and do sure. after college, you know, because growing up as a black person and that mind, that performing arts mindset isn't there, especially when you have to constantly strive because you're being made to feel like you're a second class citizen yeah for sure and that is very universal between america and here mm -hmm. same thing in america yeah but they have their drama schools as well you know they have their drama schools where a lot of them go the argument about whether we're better trained here i think it's it's such a how do i say it? it's the foundation of the argument is like quicksand okay. it doesn't really make sense because if you look at all the great black american Fair. actors <laughs> yeah 
they trained. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you look at some, even some of the up and coming ones or even the ones that didn't train, that are hot, yeah. banging, you know what I mean? Does that now discount them because they didn't go to one digger digger, you know, accredited <laughs> drama school here? Yeah. Do you know, yeah, you know, that has a few white people, uh, you know, on big old school photos on top of the dean's head. You know, no, yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. I'd never really bought into that argument. I know that's what they used to to, to try divide and qualify, and to divide, divide and qualify, qualify their better trade. Yeah. And you know what's the craziest thing is that I've heard black American people in positions of power say that. Wow. Say that, oh yeah, y'all are better trained out there. But I don't think they, it's not that they, not they, they it. it's not coming from, no, I think it's mm. because they've also, they've led to believe because we're foreign, we're exotic, mm-hmm. we're, just saying we come over we i think we're just as good and it's not even a we're you know it's them versus us mm. i don't it shouldn't be that anyway it shouldn't and and it's, it's the reality of it it, it, it really isn't okay we're going to dark exception now really dark we'll be back up again mm-hmm. um what's the worst no you've ever had so dramatic i mean that's the thing you see the thing is that you have to have a very uh short memory because <laughs> there's a lot of no's there's a lot of no's what was it was there, a, was there a no or a rejection that was like I, I, like you thought you had it in the bag and then it was like oh I wasn't expecting that one Um, no because some most times when you get the no you kind of know that I really but, no, but you know I don't know it's I think this is a big thing about spirituality mm-hmm. as well because you have to be so strong spiritually you know forget be strong of mind because the mind can can Break. shift mm-hmm. and is the mind is a very fickle thing you know um as is the heart but spiritually there has to be a grounded mm-hmm. there and a lot of the times um i've been in this industry i would say what, close to 13 14 years okay. and other than the first five years um i have been on my growth of my own spiritual maturity mm-hmm. and in that journey with my closeness with god it has made no's become less of no's and more of not now okay um and when that happens the effect is not what the question's intended to be sure. uh, it's not the effect is not a dark place for me at least not anymore um so in, in fact to answer your question to not be that guy and just go to actually answer your question gym, if i do sure. go to a place was a show called shots fired yes 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 so um i taped for it a month later came back can you go in and audition for it audition for it six months later they called back and said listen you got a call back but it's with a different casting director it's like they're coming back. I was like, well, I thought they would have cussed. I ain't hear nothing. Mm. So cool. Different casting director. I go in. Casting director loves it. She calls me in for a callback. I was like, okay. All right. And then she's like, it's most likely what's going to happen next is that, you know, what's your visa situation? Okay. I said, I don't have a visa. Okay. They'll try and sort that, but you've got a passport. I said, yeah. Okay. Most likely we'll try and fly you out to go and do a test. Okay. So I'm like, Shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, I fly out, long story short, I fly out, go do the test. Um, it was myself. Um, I'm not going to mention the other person's name because it's not my story to tell. Um, and Stephen James. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but Stephen James wasn't there. It was just me versus the other guy. And I didn't find this out because the director already did want Stephen James. The director wanted um, Gina Prince by the wood. She wanted Stephen James. You know, he'd already done like yeah. Jesse James run story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Him. There's a there's a report there. There's everything. But uh, went in, did my thing. Um, it was the first time ever having to fly there, especially at the drop of a hat. You know, mm. twelve hours there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I had, I was in arrears with Uber. You know, I was in wow. arrears with Uber. I had like about sixty pounds on my credit card left. I was like, it's gonna happen. And it was one of those ones whereby, oh, your expenses just tell us what they are and then we'll refund you. Uh, so I was like, not even Damn. in demand, yeah. So, but these times they put you up in some fancy hotel, the Intercontinental. Yeah. Put me up in Intercontinental. I can't buy no room service. <laughs> can't even order no food. That's so that. I've I've just got got the nuts and the pretzels, the sour <laughs> cream, uh, pretzels from the from the airplane. Um, fine economy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, I have to find my own way there. It's all the way out in like Sherman Oaks. Yeah. If anyone knows anything from where it was, which is um, like Avenue of the Stars, to where like where all the agents are and stuff like that. Mm. And two, Sherman Oaks is a track. Oh, wow. So I'm using that like take out credit card, take out, you know, take out the last 60. Wow. I think I get like $50 from it. Use it to pay for the taxi. Get there. I'm sweating and, and wearing a suit. Sweating. I did not <laughs> contemplate for this. You know, also they took my deodorant at, oh, the at security on the way there. Oh. <laughs> you know, so thankfully the mils. concierge came through, but he came through with Old Spice and it was, Dead ah. old spice roll on, you know, hey! the, the milky one yeah, that looks yeah, like so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I give you the white flakes. That's it. Get there. <laughs> I do the thing. Um, I come away from it and fly back and jet lag hard. And they make me wait 10 days and it's a straight no. And the hardest thing about it was that it was the first time where I'd felt like, oh, this is it. You know, and you usually get there sometimes when it's it and you learn that, oh, there ain't no such thing as this is it. You know, you just keep on yeah. going and it's another, this is it, this is it. I got it. This is this is going to happen. You know, and that expectation I put on myself and the belief, like I had my worship music the whole time. Mm, this yes. Like I was in, like, I was like, yeah, yeah this is it. I pray God, please go, please go. And, you know, I'm not getting that. I kid you not. I think I, I didn't come out of my room for days, mm. you know, but, the blessing, and this is this is why I say it was a catalyst for the next level of my spiritual maturity. Was the blessing of it was that it wasn't a no, it was a not yet because the director wanted, you know, Stephen James, but they what I heard was that the network and the studio were fans of okay. what I were doing and were keen to have me. Um, so they were pushing through all my visa documents. They oh, were, okay. you know, doing because before you do a test, you have to sign the con. They negotiate your contract. Mm. They negotiate all the fees so that as soon as the test is done, they get to decide this and bum, bum, everything else is in place. So they pretty much had everything else in place. Mm. All my visa and everything, my petition got accepted. And the blessing of that was that even though I didn't get the job, Fox, who were the main parent company of what was doing it, were already fans of mine, okay. you know, based off that. And I'd already set up the visa, which would mean meant that because, and this is a callback earlier when you said, oh, seven seconds, it was that easy. It was only that easy. Because it was the same company, same Fox. Same it was the same. And it was such a quick turnover because I'd already got my visa petitioned. 
So it wasn't a no. It was a not yet. Yeah. And, you know, I ain't gonna say no, but I felt like seven seconds was a better opportunity anyway. So I mean it's so funny, like you've got, got a similar ish story to Tahira. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You spoke to her a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't know whether it was on that particular question. It was. It was uh, or maybe your, not the, it was a no. Yeah, that, I think it was. Um, yeah. She said that you um, read with her for a project and she went through the same type of was it the one that she got? Or was it was the one that she got a really bad no one? Is the one she got a really bad no one because it was practically hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the one that she got, yeah, the one that she got haunting of blind man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the story is the same. Yeah, very, very similar. But this is how we encourage each other. This is like especially black actors, especially in this, in, especially in this country. I know that everyone says, yeah, yeah, you go to America, but to be honest, your community is here. Yeah, yeah. your community is here. I felt mm. like it always has been here. I, People always ask me, oh, when you move in here, when you're moving out. I'm not. I'm, right. I don't have any inkling to move to America when I can fly out there, do what I need to do and come back. So at the end of the day, family, the community is here. We actually support each other. Yeah. We look each other and everyone else's experience. Once you find your clique, once you find your family, your tribe, everyone's right? experience <laughs> feeds, you know, yeah. feeds into others. You know, I can name numerous of my friends, people that oh, I call we, friends. We've we, we done this. this is yeah, your, yeah, yeah. Let us ask the question. Okay. So basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we were like, you have a little click. I have always, a click? We, I didn't know I had a click. No, 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 no. That you're always hanging out yeah. with. You're Tahira, OC, Nicole Lecky, and mm. the rest. Yes. Ruche. Ruche yes. Yeah, yeah. Dominique, Dominique Tipper, okay. Lashana Lynch, and Akin. Look at the names. The dropping. Yeah, yeah, Letitia Wright. That's your family. Yeah. So in that, so in this industry, as you said, how do you inspire? You do inspire and trust and support each other. But there's this thing about, outside of that, there's this thing about clicks. For people like, the minute you're a group of friends, and I don't know what it is, it seems like clicks are always frowned upon. And so, but how do you feel about, I don't know how to say, when you're in your own clique, do you see other cliques like that? Them, that clique think they're nice or whatever. Or <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the real clique. But it's just that thing because people on the outside are like, oh God, they're so clicky. But I just, for me, especially being in an industry, it's, it's going to be hard to find people that understand what you're going through, mm -hmm. that you can trust. Because obviously there's an element of trust when you're in the public eye. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just, maybe just expanding what you were saying about you guys inspiring each other and actually also trusting and having that friendship group. 100%. Mm. I think it's tribe, isn't it? Mm. It's yeah. tribe and it, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And I think we are the biggest children in the yeah. world as, you know, performers. Yeah. Um, and the way we inspire each other is through our work and not just our work, but also our failings, you know, the things that we've gone through and not felt like we haven't succeeded at. We've had our friends to pick us up and had our friends who have gone on and done better or been in positions that we want to attain to, mm -hmm. you know, and be able to say, look back and say, yo, this has happened to me, but you need to be able to see the the bigger picture, mm. the silver lining of it all, because this is not, you know, there's so many opportunities, so many opportunities in our friendships to be able to do that for each other, you know, and I couldn't be more grateful for it. Mm. And no, we don't look at other <laughs> clicks and go, <laughs> we. I think it's just a rec a, a recognition. And the great thing about our industry is that it's very, um, you can move. It's yeah, freedom move. of movement. Yeah freedom movement you know i'm friends with people that are friends with people that i know if i hit them up it's like it's love you yeah. know mm. and you know it ultimately these little links of clicks end up becoming just this huge big uk industry click i mean we could name other clicks like you have arinze daniel and mm. welsh 
I wouldn't say there's a clique, but those brothers are tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and you know, where you see one, you might see the other. Yeah. You know, uh, some people say that about myself and Ozzy Achille. You yeah. know, when you see Ozzy, you might see me. In fact, we live together. <laughs> well, well, you but, <laughs> you know, there's, now I can chat to Arinze on a level. Yeah. You know, I can chat to Anthony on a level. You know, and there's that level of respect. There's yeah. that level of understanding. There's a level of, oh, each one, teach one. There's a level of iron sharpens iron. You know, there's, I think, so much here that, it's probably out there already in America, but what do I need to seek for it? People you know? know you. You got your peoples. I get it. Mm. Yeah. What's your most rewarding yes? Most rewarding yes. Mm. In, could be rewarding in so many ways. Could be rewarding financially. Could be rewarding creatively. I think everyone, each yes has been rewarded in a different way. Okay. I mean, I shoot, I got, an, I, I got a straight offer to go and do Death in Paradise, you know, and I was out in Guadalupe for a month. That was very rewarding because at the time I was looking at doing a little solo holiday somewhere. Oh, wow. And I needed it. But I was going to go and pay coin for it. Yeah. And I needed coin. (laughs) (laughs) So that was rewarding in a way. But then Seven Seconds was really rewarding because it stretched me to to a new level of creativity um, of understanding what my voice was as an actor because there's so much that goes in outside of just, okay, script beats. Uh, understanding you know my wants my obstacles mm. there's the okay dealing with your insecurities while you're on set with a hundred people watching you act yeah. you know there's dealing with uh okay i don't really i'm not connecting with this other person you know and they're making it more difficult there's dealing with okay this director is you know they're not really giving you any notes and now you're feeling even mad more insecure because you know you see him chatting and kikiing with next man or next girl and but me is like wow. you're right yeah and yeah. and these times i'm <laughs> pouring my heart out on screen is you know there's dealing with that those kind of experiences they don't tell you about that that's that they don't they don't teach you mm. they don't teach you for that that's kind of things you gotta walk in and be like i thought i was good but when no one's telling you you know they're just saying thank you you don't know you know and you don't know whether oh, am i going to be that guy that's going to ask for playback all the time uh, do I even want to watch myself? And then you hear another actor's, oh, I don't watch myself. And you're like, oh, you know, is that me? And, you know, there's that, all that self-doubt, you know, all that self-doubt because you're looking at other people across you that have been doing this for years. And I'm, I say this, but doing big productions like this yeah. for years, you know, doing leading roles like this for years, you know, and they're carrying themselves a certain way. So you now have to now look at what's across you and go, is that how I'm supposed to carry myself? Yeah. I would say Seven Seconds was one of the biggest productions to to really give me a sense of who I wanted to be in this industry. I knew who I wanted to be before, but I never really knew how to put it into practice. And Seven Seconds gave me that opportunity to put it into practice because it was a place where people elevated me, mm-hmm. getting driven everywhere or being weighted on hand and foot. There's There's a sense of that has more negatives to it than it does positives. Having the examples like Regina King and having Russell Hornsby Russ Hornsby as examples and uh, even just like the director um, rest in peace um, Jonathan Demi this is just even Regina as well the way she carried herself mm-hmm. you know and the way she was able to say no you know the way she was able to 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 not take certain things on right. the way she was also be able to spread out love and mm-hmm. give out a, you know a generous spirit these are all prime examples there were other other productions and other things where I hadn't had that example that kind of thing is is second to none you can't buy that you can't teach it either 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm floored by that answer, actually, to be honest. Um, we have, we can't not ask about Americana because I was excited when I saw ah, your name you attached mm. to Americana. First mm. of all, because I love the book, read the book, inhaled the book. And I'm very protective of Lupita because I think she, she aspires to be me, but... <laughs> Not you know everyone I mean? can. Not every, thank you. Not everyone can. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. I taught her well. She's doing a little bit. Okay. Was that you? Yeah. Or me. What? Yeah. I mean, oh, let's, we don't want to put it out there, but oh, okay. and she doesn't like talking and about we it. We have now. We, we won't. We will edit it out. <laughs> We're not edit it out. sis, you come on. You, you, we've talked about this. But mm -hmm. anyway, so I mean. I, I guess yeah, maybe what happened, to be honest, because I was ex very excited. And the fact they were playing lead yeah. opposite De Lupita. Yes. The Queen. <laughs> I mean, what happened? What's happening? Is it gone, gone for good or? The vid. Rona. Rona happened. I know. But, but is it gone, gone for good? Um, As far as Lupita and myself are concerned, yeah. I'd, <gasps> I'd say. But I don't know what they want. To, I don't know what they want to do with it. But yeah, it's. It's not with HBO anymore. Um, so what? Um, I don't know whether Plan B still have it. I have no idea. I don't okay. know whether Plan B still have it or whether Chimamanda has decided, you know, because I know with IP, they have to renew every year. Okay. Or every right. 18 months or something like that. Okay. With IP for books, you know, pay and renew. So I don't know what's happening, but I just know that they canceled the, the production. But, I mean, this has been since... Um, been trying to get this off the ground since last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah since early last year but but it's been in the works since lupita won an oscar you know mm -hmm, she yeah. bought the ip i think she won an oscar america came out a few months after that and then she bought the ip yeah so i don't know it's gonna happen but i i hope it has a life somewhere another life um as far as i'm concerned i'm not involved with it okay um neither is lupita and neither is chinonye who was directing it yeah she's amazing so you know, who knows what happens with it? The story definitely needs to be told, but it needs to be told well. And whoever does it, it's gonna be amazing. I hope, I hope they 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 knock it out. In your in your life, like obviously you've come across loads of TV and film projects. You're gonna have to pick one, but is there one like you wish that you were a part of? Like, is there a film or a TV show where it's like, oh man, I wish I was in that? <sighs> Parasite. Mm. Interesting. Which mm. character? And doesn't matter really doesn't matter at this stage <laughs> yeah. i'm at this stage um yeah just visually something and just story-wise yeah parasite moonlight mm -hmm. like um Herschel's character yeah get out okay um i'd say yeah no all of those ones primarily because visually what they they you know things that resonate with me yeah for sure yeah, yeah. and visually and storytelling as well but I never see myself in those roles. Once someone else has done it, it's done. It's, yeah, it's it. You can't. It's no replication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And ultimately, if you're watching it and thinking, "Oh yeah, good," that it, you're just replicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to replicate. Yeah, true. it's a bit odd. Is it? Okay, so what are you watching? What am I watching at the moment? Um, I'm watching Fargo. Okay. Yeah, nice. me and the lady are watching Fargo at the moment. Um. Why? We just what started. Fargo had always been on my list, but yeah, it's always been on my list. And you know, this vid has allowed us to really go through our lists, huh? You know, <laughs> it's like I've, I've watched shows that I that I downright <laughs> said no to, <laughs> yeah, two years ago. I was just like, Psh, come on, man, what's this? Yeah. You know, and I've been like, wow, okay. I watched one show called Wentworth. Okay, it's an Australian prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I was like, 
I seen it time ago. I was like, IMDb 8.6. Like, come on, what's this? I watched the trailer. I was like, 8.6 for that? IMDb, IMDb is falling <laughs> off, bro. What these people that are voting, they're falling off. I watched um, Lockdown 1.0 in the first yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and the lady watched it and we were amazed. Oh, wow. Like, yo, the thing is, yeah, it's it's got a couple of things that are like, I roll, Jerry, but all in all, the, the crux of it is banging. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Sure. At the moment, you know what's funny? We're liking a lot of thrillers. I think we're really into crime thrillers, like crime dramas, crime thrillers, so watching The Undoing. Um, anything HBO really. HBO is really, HBO is family, man. They they really, I mean, from Jump, their TV. Yeah, they're on point. It's next level. Mm. Um, and then all of that gets, you know, supplemented with um, some Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, get out, please. That's and enough. some uh, Real Housewives. That's, That's enough. Do, listen, listen, on, listen. Love it. it the missus as stops. much as you want. Of course it's the missus. Yeah, Who else is yeah, it going to be? Know, of course it's the I, missus. I, I understand. But it hurt. You understand. So yeah, don't yeah, come here and judge me. <laughs> because, listen. Oh, wait, hold on. No. I no, judged no. myself. The first, the first, the first, <laughs> the first week. <laughs> and I say weak because it was back to back to back you know we quit catching up it wasn't it like oh we're, we're week to week now we're waiting for it every Monday to come out <laughs> but we caught our seasons but the first the first week I was watching this I was like this is too much and that Real Housewives of Atlanta I was like is this how you this is what you're watching and you're enjoying this like this is your brain it's, it's, like, it's your heart it's just by the end of week, by week two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put Real Housewives. <laughs> We're eating our food. Put Real Housewives. You want to watch Fargo? No, no, no. Put Housewives. So, yeah. I was wrong with her. Why is she? Like, you get involved. I okay. am judging you, Zachary. Judge me all you want. Only God can judge me. So. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Oh, man. It's, it's definitely, I, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say it's a guilty pleasure anymore. It's a pleasure. It's, 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 it's a pleasure. I'm I'm fully involved. I can't even say, can't even lie about. It. I'm fully involved. You can't shame me. I'm shaming you. Yeah. I've turned my shoulder to you. How do you turn the other shoulder? You're not comfortable. You see, you can't turn the whole back. Look at you. See, see your head. Oh, see, see, see yourself. <laughs> I do the interview face of the wall. <laughs> I will. I'll talk to the wall. What's you? What's sorry? What's you guys' version of a reality show? Because I mean, for me, oh, I guess it's football. Because I don't football, watch yeah. football until a, football. a man is in my life. <laughs> then I'll watch the football. Yeah, you don't watch Love Island now? You don't watch. No. Don't me. Watch a whole me. A <laughs> how. I don't watch any of it. I'm intelligent. Mm -hmm. uh, Love Island is literally the study of people. No, no. You know what? That was before they kind of shape shifted it to like everyone knows that they're going to get famous. Big Brother in the first couple seasons of it. Big Brother, That yeah. was real and, you know, studying human behavior. Yeah. Until everyone caught on like, oh, if I do play up all the shit, then I'm going to become. I mean, you still get the. No, but even then. You still get that. I get even it. Even then, because it's like school. You know what I mean? It's like, you it know, like you got that one. You know, there's always going to be that one person that's going to be like, oh, I, I know what to do to, yeah. to be a teacher's pet or whatever. Yeah. But you see through that and you go, okay, that person is doing that. Let's see how long they can hold that for. Yeah, for real. Let's see how long the, the pressures of society is going to make them crack and then flip out and then show their true colors. Yeah, for true. You know, it's still a study of people. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, Zach, there is an image of you on somebody's Instagram post and it is you looking pensive. You're in black and white and there is a quote that comes with it. What is that quote that represents you? What is What's the one line that you can drop knowledge of for the people? What's, drop, what's your mantra? 
some knowledge for them. Oh, wait. Man. Oh, so this image doesn't exist. Oh, no, I was about to say, there's an image of me. I was about I was like, to say, like, you made it sound like, like we yo, have some <laughs> storytelling. <laughs> like, we will do this, though. Every, um, when we drop these episodes, there will be an image of you. And you'll have the... I'm, I'm your gonna, quote. Your quote. My quote. That we will be quoting for years. Zachary, as said by Zachary Momo, knowledge for the gram. Uh, the wisest man is the man who knows he knows nothing at all. Whose quote is that? I have no idea. Okay, then that's fine. <laughs> as long as, as, long it, as it's your quote. Nah, I wouldn't say it's my quote. Now, throw your in quote? your own quote. What do you do? What do you say? My quote is, yo. What's uh, your philosophy on life? What's your... Tim. What's literally your that. I've, no one knows nothing. Like, like my quotes didn't come from my head. Like, everyone yeah. has their own... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you think you... Yeah, I quite... Mm, I said, nope, you... No one it came from somewhere. came from somewhere. Yeah. You know, either verbally or spiritually, somewhere it came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's fair. I like it. It's a, I that's like the name it of the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> the game is really important, and it's a classic, and it's legendary in the streets. Um, it doesn't have a name, but it does have a name. It's called Name This TV Show Movie Game. Name doesn't matter. TV doesn't matter. Show. Just it's yeah. fine. And just to go over the clues. <laughs> You're such a just, just to go over the clues <clears throat> or the rules I should say um, we have four clues to give you and you're going to guess the name of something and we're going to give you four clues to help you guess the name of something and because you are a leading black actor the five things that we're going to ask you to guess the title of have strong black male leads in them and they're either a film or a TV show are you with me so far? Mm -hmm. Clue one will be an odd word from the title or words or a syllable. Clue two, we will give you how many words are in the title. Clue three, we'll give you one word to describe the thing. Mm -hmm. And clue four, we'll give you a description of one of the characters. Okay. Now in amongst that, you can phone a friend and that's this guy, the traitor to me. <laughs> Each clue, as you go, is worth points, but they decrease the more clues you ask mm -hmm. for. Are you with me? I'm with you. Thank you, my love. Alright. <laughs> you go, you go, you go. Alright, so the first project. <clears throat> Clue one. The word in the title is two. T O or two? Number two. Clue two. There are two words in the title. Third clue. Okay. <laughs> this is, I I get I'm not using all my clues for the entire game, am I? No, not for the entire I game. For this, for this <laughs> section. Otherwise you'd be totally <laughs> fucked. Um, um Clue three. Is Garlic. <laughs> eh? It's really easy. Super easy. And it's the number two in the title. Number yes. two is in the title. And then two words. And the clue is garlic. What what clue is that? The what's that gives you kind of like a, it's part it's, it's to enhance your thinking about what this could be and what the film is about. <laughs> you see our guy in the back has got it. Tyson's got it. I mean, you have phone a friend and you have the fourth clue. Ideally, phone a friend before you get to the fourth phone clue. Phone a friend. Oh, gosh. And Leon, be careful. Um, all right. The clue I'll have give to you is blood. What? <sighs> it's been approved by the adjudicator. No, you of course, would be. I'm... All right, cool. Um, Wesley Snipes. Oh, for crying out loud. You wicked, wicked man. <laughs> yeah, but what, Blade 2? Yes. Does it. Really? You gotta do sequels? I mean, it's in the title. Why don't you just uh, wait, say Blade? No, that no, listen. 
I'm the games master. Yes, you are. Thank you. <clears throat> Number two. <laughs> the clue in the word, the clue in the word, the first one I'm going to give you is in. 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 Yes. Okay. In is the word that's in the title. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say where it is in the title, mm -hmm. by the way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Does it? Mm -hmm. Does it? Does it? In. Yes. Second clue. There are three words in the title. <laughs> the clue. The clue is um, <laughs> erasure. Erasure. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, it, it's, thank you. you. You have to speak up. No, wait, hold on. Uh, wait, is, hold on. Wait, I is, feel like I need to. It's nine twenty. I need to call cut. <laughs> I actually need to call cut because I don't know what's happening on my production. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Okay, go ahead. Erasure. It's fine. Three words in the title. Uh, for the friend. I. Be careful. I swear to gosh. Suits. Oh, good boy. Erasure. A young black man gets a job with a government secret agency. Men in black. This is really upsetting. That yes. was. It should be the erasure, you know. <laughs> the neuralizer. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that we say. <laughs> Maybe this game just isn't. Mm, what, 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 it's not really. what? What's happening? It's not really. <laughs> I don't, I don't, the game is I don't, not. I don't. I don't. This even. I don't. I not, don't get what you're saying. Actually. No. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Number three. The clue, the word, is everybody. Everybody hates Chris. <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now, because you gave that extra snippet, Tyson, his brain expanded into other realms yeah. of TV and mm -hmm. film and stuff. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Number four. Your next project. The words in the title are A and and. <laughs> A and and. Second clue. There are six words in the title. Is it a movie or film? Oh, there's wow. seven words in the title. My bad. Wow. There are seven words in the title. Quick maths. I got a D in maths. What can I say? <laughs> there are seven words in the title, and it is a film. The words that we're giving you are A and and. This is bullcrap. <laughs> this is bullcrap. A and and. Yeah. I'm going to speak to your manager. Thank <laughs> uh, Scorned. Scorned. Yes. That's actually a good clue. Of course it is. Because it's a damn good game. People will be playing this at Christmas. Scorn. <laughs> fourth clue. <clears throat> you can't find a friend after I've given you the fourth clue. Find a friend? Helping. Oh, cool. Um... Bobby Brown is in this. That's wow, well done. Mm. I mean <laughs> <laughs> This is not Blade Two. We've Fourth already done Blade Two. Clue. Fourth clue is a woman tries to make her man see reason. Oh. Uh, Seven yes. words yes. and a Bobby Brown is in this. And also somebody that you have worked with before is in this. Oh, okay, cool. Oh yes indeed. Mm. And scorned, by the way. A woman tries to make her man see reason. The woman is scorned. Oh, Bobby Brown's in it? Yeah. Bobby Brown's in it, yeah. That was a very... And, and A. And A. And not in that Bobby Brown is not the lead in it. But no, 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 no. He's in there. He pops up. And A. And you've worked with someone in this project before. Recently-ish. 
importantly. Oh, what's happening? I'm turning into Leon. I'm giving too much clues. <laughs> Verbal diarrhea. I need to stop. I need to stop. Uh, um, Do you, you give up, isn't give it? Up, give up. A thin line between love and hate. I ain't seen that movie. Shim on you. That's right. I probably have, just never knew the title. I've... Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Regina uh, King. Bobby Brown. And Lynn. Lynn Whitfield? Yeah. Lynn Whitfield. Yeah, I ain't seen it. Actually, you probably no, have. I probably have, but yeah. Yeah. The next one's really easy and you're going to get it in four seconds and we must have because we've got one more thing to do then you can go home. Um, so the first clue, it's a syllable, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou. So easy. Lou. Mm-hmm. L-O-O. I don't want to spell it for you. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not L-O-O. It's not L-O-O. L-O-U. Okay. No, it's not that either. Can Lou. It's a, oh, it's a syllable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second clue. Is it a TV show or a movie? TV, TV show. show. So easy. Lou. Mm. It's like ridiculously easy. Blue's you want the second clues. clue though? It's one... clues. <laughs> I cracked I myself I feel like up. my shit's coming back <laughs> to haunt me. No, no. Um, there's one word in the title. You even forfeit the clue. I'll give oh, clue one word anyway. in the title? Yeah. That's why it's a syllable. Because too damn easy. And it's a TV show? Yes, it's man. Blue. Damn. I must be real tired. Yes. Blame it on the tiredness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me the second clue, please. The third clue is. Oh no, the second clue is. No, no, shoot, you gave the second clue. Wrong word. Okay, the third clue is moody. <laughs> <laughs> moody. Yes, it's a very. Do you get it? Good. This is that's what I like. People don't get it. I don't get it. Okay, do you want a final friend or do you want a final clue? Final friend. Um. <laughs> Watch yourself, fam. Grey overcoat. Oh, wow. Mm, Luther, is... I am so good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's done as great as me, have they? I mean, have they? Yeah, can you attest to this? I mean, no? I mean, I mean, I'm on this tip of trying to speak positive to myself. I mean, so, <laughs> Destiny got eleven. Eleven uh, out of and Papa, out of out of a possible twenty. Who's at the top? I think Papa Essio do got fifteen mm-hmm. in our last season. So. We're 15 to beat. That can be potentially have the lowest score. Ah. We don't want that. Well, guess what? We... <laughs> <laughs> guess what? He who starts last. <laughs> the wisest man. Yeah. He's the man. Thank you. Something, like, something. <laughs> 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 yeah, you got nine. Nine? Yeah. Okay, there's still time. <laughs> No, the game's done. There's the game's th- done. The game I is... mean, there's still time. There's someone to come. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do we have other guests. You're drained with Teresa Coco. Coco. Mm-hmm. And You're in good company, I must say. Yes, it sounds like it. And Rachel Delahaye. There you go. Okay, cool. All right, so we've got this last thing called The Process. It's quick and easy. We got, we're got telling a story. We're getting all the creators to tell a story, like build a story. Um, we can't give you the backstory because there's literally no time. But we can tell you what Destiny's come up with and you must add on to that. Okay. Right. You read it this time because you were there. Angel Gabriel um, ends up in a strip club and a stripper takes him to the back room. Her best friend is called Red Label. Her stripper name is called Red Label. As Red Label dances for Angel Gabriel, his wings begin to disintegrate whilst the wings grow on her. She's seduced him to a point of, of no return and he's lost his wings and now she has gained these massive wings and she has left the strip club with this full power. As she is walking, 
she's followed by a man who can't see the wings on her. It's a man who's trying to take advantage. She goes and walks into an alleyway and he keeps following. But she's going slower as he's going faster. She knows he's coming. When he gets to her, he puts his... This, this is where Chris writing. I have to say. Hey, <laughs> I beg. I was typing on demand. Yeah, you, you were fantastic. <laughs> Carpenter, writer. She turns around shocked and scared and he grabs her. And then she starts to scream. Just as he thinks he has her, a power begins to glow and she moves his hand away. Mm-hmm. She grabs his shoulders and then life begins to leave his body. She laughs as he is in shock. She sees him die. Her wings become even bigger as a result of him dying. Mm-hmm. And she smiles and she's like, ah, I can get used to this. And that is where we end off. And where you pick up. Now, if you want a small, small backstory yes, to this please. project. <laughs> so, the, the gods, the Haitian gods, the Greek gods, the Nigerian gods are arguing because Earth is... In disarray. Earth is in disarray and they need to save it. There are gods who are for and gods who are against it. Gods can only come down to the earth, funny enough, through sculpture, if something is being sculptured. And one of the evil gods, Shongo, he comes down. <laughs> it's so funny how things are connecting because she, he finds himself on a reality show. Very <laughs> random. 90 Day Fiancé. 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> he, is, he is taking over the set of 90 Day Fiancé, so he is concocting a plan. We don't know what that plan is yet. Angel Gabriel has come down as well. Every time God comes down, they become seduced by something on earth. So even as antagonists, even they're coming down to do evil, they keep being seduced by something. Human. So, yes, they're being seduced by humans. So now we're at a point now where this new person, Red Label, has taken Angel Gabriel's power. We don't know what she's going to do with it. And we don't know what Shungo is concocting right now as he has become the producer of a 90 Day Fiancé. Mm-hmm. So that's, this is where we've been left. Okay. Action. So um, Red Label... now starts to want to explore more of what the power is Mm. so she spreads her wings and decides that she's going to try and fly so she takes a run in Mm -hmm. from where she is running jump tries to take a run and jump but realizes she can't fly Mm -hmm. she's just jumping up and down (laughs) 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 So she's like, well, what's going on? This sucks. I can take the life of a man. <laughs> yeah, I can't fly with these big wings. Mm-hmm. So um, by this stage, you have some passersby. We're looking at her and thinking, oh, is it Halloween already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so she starts to cover up a bit. And she realizes she can control him. So she hides him back again. She hides the body. As she hides the body, she starts to feel guilt. Mm. she's feeling guilt she's wondering whether she can bring this man back to life she squeezes her face huh? as if that's going to do something <laughs> <laughs> she's watched a lot of movies <laughs> I wish I was out she was saying, be alive, be alive, be alive she's saying this out loud you know, uh, let there be life yeah and nothing happens mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's not easy bro. <laughs> it's not easy at all so as nothing happens she kicks the body hey. <laughs> and says stuff this <laughs> I'm gone so she walks away as she's walking away that guilt 
still hasn't left her. And she gets home and she lives with a lot of cats. Cats as in <laughs> cats. feline cats, feline drug cats. cats. She lives with a lot of cats. Um, and as she enters, you know, she's, her comfort has always been these cats, these feline cats. And as she enters, there's just this air of hostility hey. within the cats. It's just her and this cats in this oh. studio apartment, you know, the four by four. And uh, it's just this tense silence. Yeah. And she's calling out, Moo Moo. Moo Moo. Mochi? Mochi? <laughs> Flapjack? <laughs> oh, shit. And they're all just staring <clears throat> at her. So she's all right. Cool. She drops her keys on on the table. She goes into a cupboard, tries to get a glass. She wants to drink some wine. As she reaches for the glass, we can see behind her. She can't see, but we can see behind her all the cats starting to encroach towards her. Mm. Slowly but surely. And as they slowly but surely... As she turns around, the cats play cool. <laughs> Act as if nothing happened. Oh, dear me. Then she goes towards the wine glass that's on her left. Mm-hmm. Her back is tasted the cats and the cats encroach towards her again. And she's pouring the glass. And as she's pouring the glass, a couple of cats have jumped up onto the worktop. And as they go on the worktop, they jump on her shoulder. They jump on her legs. Nice. And they maul her to death. Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. And as they maul her to death, she's fighting, fighting, all the scratches. The wings are diminishing more and more. And as the wings are diminishing more and more, the cats are all turning black. What? They were all different colors, but they're now they're all turning black. They start to turn towards each other. Hey. And as they're fighting each other, Red Label is on her last gasp of life. So as she's on her last gasp of life, she has one final power. And she asks for herself to come back to life. Oh. And as she asks herself to come back to life, it works. And she comes back to life, but no longer as an angel, but as someone else as red label as red label but without the wings without the power and all those cats that turned black and were fighting each other they weren't actually fighting each other they were merging oh what into one and as they merged into one they merged into a a being Uh this being from fetal position is just black it's just dark starts to morph up into a standing position and he has his back to her and she's cowering in the corner of the room staring at this thing happen in front of her and thinking of what's happening and this being stands up straight tall he's about seven foot he's black okay what's his name (laughs) he's he's not black it's it's black it's Really, my woman's color black. Okay, okay fine, he's fine, black. Fine. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, we've turned it that way. <laughs> and he turns over his left shoulder, his back still to her. 
and says, I am Shango. Hey. Rap, 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 rap. I like that. <laughs> I definitely. It worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked somewhere. <laughs> he brought it back. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Thank you. Wow. That's mm. it. You got to read that out for the next person. Oh my gosh, I feel for you. <laughs> I mean, literally, we've been on a journey. Seriously. Feel free to edit, dramaturg, you know, um, you know, no first draft is ever a great draft. I understand you know, that. Um, we're going to real work at it like, at home. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, it needs a couple more drafts and we're sure, good. Sure, sure, sure. We're I'll good. Get, sure, sure. I'll get sure. on to the financiers and we'll make this happen. Absolutely. Like, I know COVID is around, but there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> and I got that. We're yeah. going to do this. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah. Um, Zachary, my darling, thank you yes, so much for having me. So much. That thank was you. amazing. Thank you. I concur. I concur. It was another, another fantastic episode. Yes. Um, where can we find you, Zachary? Are you on socials? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not I, you know how frustrating it is for me as a journalist when I can't tag a person to celebrate yeah. them. <laughs> Just wanted to get that off my chest. <laughs> But I love you still. But I'm there in spirit. You are there. I can text you and say, well done. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Email me, text me. I can. I can do that. (laughs) FaceTime me. I can. What's up? That's it. That's it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Honestly, well done. No problem, man.